Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of No Wrestling. It's me here, Mark Sylvester, and I hope to be reminding long-time fans and showing non-fans why wrestling is so good. And with it being the Royal Rumble tonight, guys, I wanted to do something very special. With it being 20 years ago of one of my or probably my all-time favourite Royal Rumble being the Royal Rumble 2001, I wanted to do a watch-along of that match. And then without further ado, please enjoy my watch-along of the Royal Rumble from Royal Rumble 2001. So I'm going to be watching this match from the WWE Network and I'm going to be starting at 1 hour 44 minutes and 38 seconds. 3, 
two, one, let's go. That's crazy, man, seeing the um, crowd there. It's mad. And you got the Fink announcing the rules for the match. And I was like, oh, man, I miss the Fink so much. The Fink was just so good. So it's kind of like building up to when you win the match that you're going to fight the champion at WrestleMania. And, and that started happening since 1993. And it would usually be for the main event, but then since they brought in the brand split, or the brand split, however you want to pronounce the word, that um, it ended up being that actually you, you didn't automatically get the main event, but you were in one of the main events. Uh, also as well, what they were saying before about both feet have to touch the floor where they like to kind of do these big spots where with what happened at 95 at a Royal Rumble with Shawn Michaels, that only one foot touched the floor, not both of them did. And that's when they brought in or made more of an emphasis of that rule to make sure that people are like, actually, okay, both of you have to touch the floor. So the first two participants of this match are Bull Buchanan and Jeff Hardy. Now, Bull Buchanan at the moment is part of the RTC, which is the right to censor. And this is kind of like a parody, sort of like taking the piss thing out of the PTC, where who at the time didn't really like the WF. So it's kind of like WF's way of being a bit, a bit like a flipping the bird to the PTC. And the cool thing as well, they're mentioning how Rikishi won a match where he's going to be number 30. So it's like, and it's like building up saying, oh, this guy weighs this amount, this amount, you know, the whole point of this match is to throw someone over the top rope and onto the floor. It's like, who, who's going to get him out of the ring? He got, oh... Will be kind of like teetering there on the top rope and he's stopping him, Jeff Hardy. Now him doing the same thing to Jeff now and you can see Jeff stopping it. It's amazing just seeing these people as well and just, I think the craziest thing, like I said right at the beginning of this watch long is the crowds because at the moment we're still in COVID and lockdown and then you don't see many fans at the moment. I know in New Japan they have fans and AEW but they're more, but we don't see this full crowd but I love the timer in the in the corner of the screen zero and you hear a buzzer going off and number three is Matt Hardy oh, that's cool interesting so you've got the double team of um, Matt and Jeff working together because the cool thing about the Royal Rumble is it's very much oh this is an awesome move poetry motion that it's very much a um, every man for himself and you've got the first elimination of Bull Buchanan and it's really interesting because you see, um, like, every man for himself, and you can see here they're going to wrestle each other now, where at the Royal Rumble 1989, the first two participants were Axe and Smash, and that was really cool because you got to, like, see two tag team partners who were a tag team and even the champions at the time wrestling each other. 
So you can see at the moment here, Jeff and Matt wrestling each other, which is really cool. Ooh, beautiful suplex from Matt Hardy there to Jeff. Because the cool thing as well about this too is you can see um, like Jim Ross they're kind of putting over their history together because they used to wrestle each other quite a lot in the indies. They had their own promotion with Shane Helms and Shannon Moore and it's quite cool to kind of hear him talk about that and being like when they trained and now you've got the timer again. Next, you've got is Farouk. And, I f and it's really cool as well, because when you see the Titantron, you can see there's a small um, like monitor where at the moment it says R, but then when it gets to the timer to go down, it then comes up with 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. I think that's really, really cool. It's just awesome seeing all this stuff as well. Oh, that was a bit of a slop, a bit of a botch there by Jeff Hardy. And you can see Farouk, um, you know, using it to his advantage of trying to get Jeff out of the ring. Ooh, Jeff saving Matt. Ooh, twist of fate. And a swanton bomb by Jeff Hardy. Beautiful stuff there. By the Hardy Boys and Dave Farouk, Farouk. And now Matt Hardy went to chuck out Jeff. That's that's why he should, that's why he's always been in the Royal Rumble. Every man for himself. Why did Matt throw it on the floor and you got Jeff pulling it around his chest. It's really bizarre. Maybe he liked that top and he wants to keep it. Oh, the timer coming back up again. And you can see a guy in the crowd dressing up. Oh, poetry in motion. Beautiful as Stevie Richards. Oh, it's Drew Carey. Oh, the reason why Drew Carey's in this match is basically the following week he was in a pay-per-view to do with his comedy show that he used to present called Whose Line Is It Anyway? And basically the whole point of the show is um, it's an improv show so they get given so they hear different comedians on the show and they get given different topics to talk about and they would just do improv to those things and the following week it was in connect. It was in co-promotion with the USA Network, I believe, at the time or something, and he ended up being on the WF because at the time, oh, that, that was <laughs> that was bad by uh, Jeff. There, literally, Matt kind of fell on a feather in a sense there. But um, yeah, so basically, what happened with Drew Carey was is like with WWF being so popular at the time and it being literally the be all and end all on the USA and, and hitting millions and millions of people watching it that. He thought, okay, then if I appear on the Royal Rumble, people will want to buy my pay-per-view because all the people who might be watching the wrestling might want to watch the comedy show. And I think from it, oh, Matt and Jeff both went out. 
Um, and I think it made about a quarter to half a million pay-per-view buys, possibly. But I can't remember off the top of my head. And then you got Drew Carey in the ring. And then you got the timer coming back up again. Oh, now you got Kane coming out. Good old Kane. Good old Kane. Brilliant, you could hear um, JR putting over Kane of how much of a um, monster he is. Awesome stuff, you can see Drew Carey with a smile on his face. Ah, oh, beautiful, I love that by Kane. Dude, he's like, nope, that's not going to work. Now he's trying to give Kane some money. Time will come up again. And then next you've got is Raven. Oh, now you've got the hardcore section of this Royal Rumble, which I love. Because I love the fact that this Royal Rumble, we've got the... Mid-cardery stuff, the hardcore, the hardcore stuff, oh, Jim Carrey eliminated himself. And then you've got the proper, like, main event stuff, and I love, that's what I love this match. It's booked so well. Such a good match. Then you've got Jim Carrey high-fiving some fans whilst he leaves the ring. Ah, oh, Raven getting out a fire extinguisher and spraying Kane in the face. Not sure how much of a damage it does to Kane considering he's wearing a mask, but I can see it. There you got trash cans coming into the ring and there you got Al Snow come out to attack Raven. Now you've got time to come back up again. Ooh, Raven with some shots to the head. 
Oh, Al Snow attacking both Kane and Raven with the trash can lid. Ooh. Oh, more garbage. Oh, yes, I love this spot by Al Snow. This spot was amazing. Oh. And it's a bowling ball. Oh. Oh, that lovely big boot there by Kane. Ooh. 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 Oh, sh look at those shots by Al Snow. And the way that the um, trash can is just breaking down. Look at it. Bloody hell. It's all crumpled. All double toe hold and right in the trash can. Now timer again. And Saturn's next. Saturn's someone else as well who is a bit underrated and stuff who I kind of felt like could have been given more. Ooh, out. Sam going after his knees and then going after Kane some more. Sam going after the legs of Kane there as well. Ooh, Sam with some good moves there on Kane. Nice submission move and Kane... Then you got Raven on the back of Kane. Oh, and Kane throwing Raven off him. Then you got Perry Saturn going back to that knee again with a nice drop kick. Oh, lovely press slam there by Kane. You got Raven, and you got ah, uh, lovely. That's some that's some great um storytelling there. Even though you've got Al Snow and Raven who hate each other at the moment, they don't care because they want to get rid of Kane because they'd rather work together and then turn against each other so they can have a chance at going to WrestleMania to wrestle in the main event for the World Wrestling Federation Championship. Now you got the timer coming down again. Who's next? And it is, ah, oh, my boy, Steve Blackman. Oh, I love Steve Blackman. He's so good. Ah, oh, there you go. You got his sticks. He's someone else as well who should be so much more over than he was. 
I know it is a really good match against Shane McMahon at SummerSlam 2000, but look at that beautiful block there by Steve Blackman. And then, ah, oh, beautiful stuff. Ooh. Beautiful suplex there. I know Steve Blackman wasn't the best when it came to promos and stuff, but he was just so good that I was just like, just give him a chance. He's he's fantastic. And you've got Perry Saturn still going after Kane's knee. Great storytelling there by Saturn, just to continuously go after the knee. So you've got JR putting over the Royal Rumble match and whoever wins will go on to wrestle in the main event at WrestleMania. Which um, was WrestleMania 17 and that is probably for me the best WrestleMania ever. Now you've got Kane choking uh, Steve Blackman and you've got the timer back up again. Oh, Scotty too hotty. No, actually, no, it's Grandmaster Sexy. Yeah, because I think Scotty too hotty was injured at this time, wasn't he? Or fired, I can't remember which, but I think he was injured, yeah. Because I'm sure it was when Grandmaster Sexy and Steve Blackman were together. Ah, ooh, that's, that's very, very close. Grandmaster Sexy nearly about to eliminate... Um, Al Snow, but nobody was stopped. He was someone else as well. I loved Too Cool. They were so cool, especially with the dancing and stuff. And I felt like when they turned Rikishi Hill, he lost so much of his awesomeness. They it just... I know he had that cool feud against Steve Austin, but it didn't really work enough for me. Where it's kind of felt like, why have him be the one who ran over Triple H? Why just keep him, keep him as a face, but then have Triple H do it all together? then you wouldn't have wasted a great face and you would have had Triple H a more cooler heel because with it being Triple H uh, rounding off the sex say out of the ring that with it being Rikishi being told by Triple H to do it it kind of deflates Rikishi a bit because it's like it actually wasn't him and you've got ah oh, Raven Nilly skin in the cat ooh and Steve Blackman's out Now you've got Al Snow out of the ring. Kane also eliminates Raven. And Patton's trying to go after Kane there. And Kane has eliminated Raven as well. And the timer went. And who's this? Ah, it's the Honky Tonk Man. This is really cool because this was the first proper like surprise legend entry at the Royal Rumble. And they started doing it a lot more often since 2008, 2009. They, they did a lot more like legends coming in. And they have at least a couple of legends here or there every year, which is really cool as well. So it'll be interesting to see who they have at this year's um, Royal Rumble. This was so cool. I love this. 
I love how Kane's like looking at him like, what are you doing? <laughs> I love that because he is the greatest IC champion of all time where he was the longest reigning Intercontinental champion as well. I think he was a champion for 430 days or something like that. I can't remember how long he was, but he was a champion for a long time. <laughs> the old tongue man is that the Elvis impersonator is fucking awesome. I love it. Ah, oh, came with a guitar over his head. And you can see the fans, and you can see Kay like go, nope. Know that? Brilliant. I love it. And the honky tonk man's been eliminated. And the timer's back up again. And next is The Rock. Ah, oh, that's cool. And listen to, listen to the crowd pop for The Rock. And The Rock was the uh, previous year's winner as well at the Royal Rumble 2000. And I love as well where it's like, um, JR going, The Rock and Kane. And it's just like amazing just how um, JR is putting it over these like people wrestling each other in the Royal Rumble like at 1990 it was the first time we had like something like that happen we had the Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan he had them like staring down each other doing different moves to each other and stuff and you could hear the crowd going insane it was just all that stuff it was just amazingly cool which is fucking awesome Because the cool thing with that, what JR was just saying, is even though the Kane's wearing down the rock, he was like saying it's all well and good doing that, but you have to get him over the top rope. And I love the way the rock sells. He's such a good seller when it comes to moves. Like he makes all the moves look so much more cooler. I mean, the way he sells the Stone Cold Stunner is just fucking awesome. And you can see um, <laughs> the referee getting yourself out of the ring and then going out and you've got the timer back up again or oh, another oh, beautiful big boot there by Kane to the rock and you can see the rock selling it and this is ah oh, right to sense uh, oh the good father who was known as the godfather back in the day before this you can see the good father and the rock resting each other. And the good father was eliminated.
Arn came with a beautiful suplex there. And the cool thing about the Royal Rumble match is because you've got some wrestlers like Kane who's been in, who's been in the match for a while, he does moves that he would never normally do. Like, you never see him do a suplex and that kind of thing in most matches that he has. So it's quite interesting to see him do a variety of stuff. So now, now you've kind of seen it now gone into the more second slash more third act. We've now got it. We've got all the big main eventers where previously you had the hardcore stuff. It's really cool. Such a good booked match. And you've got The Rock fighting back against Kane and the fans cheering for The Rock. Oh, another, now that's how you do a sidewalk slam. Oh, the timer back up again. Next, you've got his Taz. It's Taz. And Taz is immediately eliminated. I felt so bad for Taz because Taz was awesome. When he arrived in um, the Royal Rumble 2000, he was so over, it was unreal. And then you just see him now and it's just like he was just so badly booked. He should have been booked way better because he was great on the mic. He was fucking awesome. He was badass. I know Vince didn't like it because he wasn't the right height, but at the same time, it's like, it doesn't really matter. He was so cool. He was brilliant. So you got Kane here trying to get the rock over, and it's like, and the rocks stopped it. Now you can see the rock trying to get Kane up and not really work, and it's not really working very well because Kane's stopping it happening. And you can see that right to sensor fan going like, come on, yeah boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love I love these. I love some of this crowd. It's so funny. See some of these people in the crowd just how ridiculous they are. And they're showing a replay of how um Kane elim eliminated um Taz. Now you can see Rock and Kane fighting each other, each other again. Ah, oh, beautiful Simone drop there by The Rock. Time it back up again on the screen. So who's going to be next? Oh, and it's Bradshaw. It's mad seeing how different Bradshaw looks with the long hair and the beard. Where now he has a shorter hair and wears the tights and stuff. It's crazy seeing how different he looks here. Now you can see The Rock and Bradshaw uh, working together against Kane. Oh. I love the way that uh, JR puts over these moves at the clothesline from hell there. It was like, oh my God. It's just like brilliant stuff. I love it.
I love the fact as well with the rock selling all these moves. You can hear Jay up put it over, but it's like he's selling from the uh, Bradshaw. Close out. Oh, another close on there by Kane to the rock. I like that as well because even though they everyone literally uses the clothesline with the clothesline from hell i love the way that jr puts it over it's like saying oh my god the clothesline from hell and it's just brilliant just to hear it and see it you know it's great stuff and it's really cool as well because now they're putting over kane for how long he's been in the match now you've got the time to come back up again. And who is next? Next is Albert. Albert as well, who is someone who now runs NXT as the head trainer. That's cool. I, I like the fact that he's... Um, done really well for himself Albert now you can see um, Kane and Bradshaw double teaming against um, Albert because that's the one cool thing about the Royal Rumble is people work together to help eliminate but then you can see there Kane and go straight after um, Bradshaw so about every man for himself and they will work together to help them prevail in any way that they can now you can see Albert trying to eliminate Bradshaw. And Kane also trying to eliminate The Rock. And you can see, ah, oh, The Rock using some heel stuff there to try to eliminate, uh, to, tr to get uh, Kane to stop eliminating him and now you've got the rock um being tr like started to eliminate him by albert oh you got like a a pre rainmaker there by bradshaw now that's a great move oh the time back up again And next is Hardcore Holly. I'm guessing it's because he ran in the ring and that's why they didn't put up his um, name. Or it might have just been because he's a lower card guy, they don't really do it. Or it's actually quite interesting to see who they put the name up for and stuff for certain wrestlers but then you got other people who they don't do it for it's actually quite interesting it's kind of like showing you who the hierarchy are and who the lower card people are so it's really interesting that way i guess yeah i love that as well like uh the king putting over how dominant kane's been where he's had the most amount of eliminations at at this time and he actually had the most amount of eliminations at any Royal Rumble up to 2016 or 2017 I believe it was when Roman Reigns beat that record it was either 15 16 or 17 when, when Roman Reigns beat that record can't remember exactly but yeah 
Oh, that was a crazy kick there by Albert to Kane. Mad stuff. And you can see where Kane is... Uh, is was a great move by Albert, but also as well, you can see, because Kane's been in there for a long time, you can see Kane, like, selling the wear and tear of what the Royal Rumble match is, because it's all to do with endurance if you are at a very low le uh, number. Oh, you've got The Rock there trying to eliminate Kane. And you've got the timer back up again. Ooh. Oh, Kane's nearly out the ring. Kane's nearly out the ring. Oh, no. Next you've got is... R-K-Quick. Now he's known as R-Truth. K-Quick, R-Truth is someone who has not aged at all. That's crazy. He is as well, I think, the highest uh, winner at any championship. I think he's won the 24-7 championship about 40 times now. So, yeah, he's the highest um, record winner of any, of any title. In wrestling, obviously. That's really cool. <laughs> I quite like that, actually. I like R-Truth. He's brilliant. Such a good heel and face. As well, such a great character. I love him. He's so good. I loved his um, work with Carmella a couple of years ago. That was quite funny. And I loved his stuff as well with Little Jimmy. And when he was a heel with um, The Miz. And when they had that great match against The Rock and John Cena at Survivor Series 2011. That was some good stuff. And you got Harker Holly there going after Kane. Ooh, what's going to happen is, is The Rock going to eliminate R-Truth? Ooh. That was a beautiful powerbomb. Uh, time it back up again. Who's going to be next? Another RTC man, and this time it's Val Venus. That's one of the cool things I love about watching these old um, pay-per-views and doing these watch-alongs, is because I haven't seen these matches for so long. It's nice to kind of like see who is coming in at what number and stuff. And it's cool, and it also as well, it's kind of cool to see it too, like who was wrestling at the time as well and who was in this match too. Like you can see, oh, these guys are back here in 2001. Oh my God, I remember this person. I remember that person. Like, And then you see what some of them are doing now and it's just mad what they're doing now. I mean, The Rock's one of the biggest like actors ever. Like The Rock is worth so much money that I believe. I think he is, but I know he was at one point the highest grossing film actor ever and it's just so awesome to see that because I've always loved The Rock and he's been so good in the WWF, WWE where he was the people's champion and stuff and then to see him go on to become a bona fide movie star it's just amazing stuff to see. Now you can see Kane are attacking Val Venus. Uh, I like that as well because when they were saying with Valvinus being number 20 that they know that Rikishi is going to be number 30 so we don't know who's going to be 21 to 29 
but we do know who's going to be number 30. And they, and they were also sort of discussing people like Stone Cold Steve Austin and among, uh, and among others who are going to be the next people to come into the match. Now you've got time back up again and who's going to be next? And one of the cool things as well that, that I haven't mentioned enough properly, which I like that shot there, is you can see the crowd getting up to see who's going to be next. And next you've got is William Regal. Yeah, that was quite funny there, actually. He had his... Um, but then again, he was he was a champion, so maybe that's why he had his... And he wasn't running as quickly. He was running, but he wasn't running as fast as, like, Harker Holly was. Ooh, beautiful move there by William Regal. He's someone else as well who I fucking love, William Regal. So good on the mic, such a good... Um, I love it when he goes, You know you're going to be having war games! And it's just brilliant. And he's someone else who I think should have been a world champion. But drugs stopped it happening. And he, looking back, even he's like saying, I regret when that happened. But it was the best thing for me because now he's clean and he is the uh, commissioner for NXT and does some amazing stuff for NXT. NXT. So you got in the ring as JR and the King are talking. About eight people there, actually. Yeah, eight people. <laughs> I love that way. Like I say, there was a help any member of the RTC because they were saying how Bradshaw should have helped Val Venus eliminate the Rock, and they're like actually have a point there because. Everyone hated the RTC because they were proper, proper heels. Now the time back up again, they were properly hated. It was some great stuff back in the day. Oh, I've never closed on from hell. Beautiful move. Oh, next you've got Test. He's someone else as well who should have been a world champion too. Test was amazing. I know he wasn't that great on the microphone, but... He was just so cool. He had the side, had the look. I loved Arwin Regal out. I loved his big hoss match against Brock Lesnar at the King of the Ring 2002. Just the stiffness of that match and just the brutality was just fantastic. And I feel um, Test should have been booked in a, in a more better light. And then you got like the mention of um, Tess and Albert being former partners. Where at this time Tess recently uh, turned face. And you got our oh, beautiful replay there of Tess throwing out William Regal, and you see Regal's like shot face being like, "What the fuck just happened? Why did I just get eliminated?" And you got like Hugger Holly and trying to eliminate the Rock there. Ooh, Rock there doing um, a nice move there to Hugger Holly to stop him from. Trying to eliminate him. I like that as well. They're, they're putting over Kane. It's like saying the, the fatigue factor must be overwhelming because of how long he's been in the match. Ah, oh, beautiful double headbutt there by Kane. 
Next, you've got the next timer coming up. And you got the Big Show next. This is when the Big Show came back. Yeah, well, yeah, it was when he came back. Yeah, because I'm sure at the time he went, he went back to OVW. Ah, oh, he and Tess has been uh, been eliminated. And you've got the big shot. Ah, oh, look at that press slam to our truth out the ring. Ah, oh. and another choke slam. That's some, that's some great stuff there by JR, putting over the Big Show's height. Oh, and a Big Show did a choke slam as well to Kane. Bloody hell. Oh, and the rock low blowed the Big Show there. And the rock with this amazing move, and then he choke clotheslines the big show out the ring. Yeah, because going back to the uh, the time back up again, because I'm sure at the time the big show went back to OVW to do some training and lose a bit of weight. I, I remember, and then he came back to here, and then you can see the big show look here throwing the monitor and stuff out the announce table. Oh, we've got Crash Holly coming out. Oh, I loved Crash Holly. And you got um I feel so bad for Crash Holly there. Didn't really see him come out, you just see the big show here attacking the rock. Cause he's pissed off that the rocket eliminated him. Oh, and you got the big show just through, like with a massive choke slam, the rock through the announce table out in in the outside or on the outside, on the outside, on the outside. And you can now see all the other wrestlers attacking Kane because they want to wear him down to throw him out. And you can see like heels and faces working together because they want to get Kane out. Oh, that was a beautiful close on there by The Rock. And then you got the big show choke slamming The Rock through the table. And you got the timer back up again.
Oh, you got the Undertaker coming out. That's cool. Good old Taker. And you got Undertaker coming out on the um, motorbike. And you got the Undertaker helping Kane. Uh, Undertaker eliminated Bradshaw. Came with a grass body, came in and eliminated Albert. Undertaker eliminated Hardcore and then Undertaker eliminated Val Venus. Now you can see Kane and the Undertaker in the ring. Are Kane and Taker going to fight each other? Look at that as well, JR putting over how long Kane's been in the match for. For 40 minutes. You got the timer back up again. Ah, oh, here comes Scotty too hotty. Oh, it must have been the following month he got injured then, I guess. And you can see Scotty too hotty putting over these two monsters that he would normally be jump, bouncing around, dancing, and even he's like thinking, "Fuck, I'm sh I'm fucked." Big boot there by um, Taker to score to Hotty. Oh, and, and a body slam there by Kane. Oh, beautiful double cloaks, uh, choke slam there. Look at the dominance by Kane and Taker. And this was during their uh, whole Brothers of Destruction. Um, Tandem together. And Scotty Holly is out the ring. I quite, I quite like their tandem actually. And then they had some more, other really good stuff in 2007, 2008 as well. When they were both the ECW champion as well as the uh, World Heavyweight champion actually. That was really cool to see that too. Got time back up again. Waiting for the next person to come out. Next we've got is, ah, oh, yeah, Steve Austin. Oh, that's the one thing I miss about with the network is, where's Disturbed? Bastards. Oh, and then you've got um, Triple H attacking Austin because of what happened earlier with Austin uh, costing Triple H the WF Championship against Kurt Angle. 
Oh, yeah, we've got The Rock back in the ring, fighting Kane and Taker. Oh, and you've got Triple H attacking um, Steve Austin and just leaving him. Well, no, is he leaving him? Sure, he must be. No, he's not. No, he's, they're still flying in the back. Bloody hell. Oh, you got Triple H busted Steve Austin right open. And the next time is coming up as well. Look at the bloody mess that Steve Austin is. Bloody hell, look at that blood. Oh, you got the one Billy Garner. I love this song. Oh, man. This is well, PTC, RTC, Billy Gunn losing a match and having to be called the one Billy Gunn. Now you've got all the referees trying to get Triple H off of Austin. Bloody hell, look at that blood. love as well they're, they're putting over the fact of how Undertaker and Kane are being so dominant in this match and how it's like no one else has a chance against these two men and now you can see The Rock getting some fire um, doing some moves on Taker oh and a beautiful DDT there by Taker to The Rock lovely move I love the way that the commentators as well are putting it over that move. You've got another timer again where it was like a DDT, but it's like, oh, I can't believe he's going to break his neck, Dan. It's, and I love it because it's just putting over these amazing moves. Next you've got is... Ah, oh, it's Haku. The cool thing about Haku was that he was, at the time, the... WCW hardcore champion and his contract ran out and he went to the WWF and then literally the, the next night WCW were like fuck it then we're going to get rid of the hardcore title where they could have just had it vacated and then just had it to a new champ person but you know but oh, that was a that was such an amazing shot there you can see just the brutality of the attack of Triple H on Austin and you could just see the blood and everything else as well that's one of the good things I love about wrestling it's just so even though nowadays the shots aren't as good or anything but back in the day like this time and 97 at Wrestlemania 13 and stuff you have so such an iconic shots that you always think okay then this is an amazing shot this is what people are going to remember for years to come
because in WCW, Haku, I'm sure, was known as Meng, I believe. Yeah, I'm sure it was Meng, yeah. And then he came back to the WF. And the cool thing about Haku as well is like, he is in real life a, a bloody badass and he's someone that you would not want to mess with. And he was awesome. Ah, uh, Nettie got the next timer as well. Now you got the final cup competitor, Rikishi. They've got Austin come back to life attacking Rikishi there. I love the way how um, JR there is putting over Austin. He's in the ring. He's in the ring. JR was so good at putting over Austin. It was amazing. I loved JR's commentary. Uh, Steve Austin just eliminated um, Haku. Down to six men in the Royal Rumble. I love the fact as well, like JR putting over the endurance of The Rock and Kane being like, Kane's been in the, in the match for over 50 minutes. Um, the Rock's been in the ring for over 36 minutes. That's really cool because this is carrying on the whole sort of like stats and everything else about the Royal Rumble too. Amazing stuff. Oh, nah. Ah, uh, Rock saved himself there. <laughs> I love that. Oh, the Samoans having very hard heads. Oh, and Taker's just been eliminated by Rikishi. That's crazy. I forgot about that. Ooh. Ah, oh, Rikishi trying to go for a move there. Ah, oh, and the Rock with a low blow to Rikishi. And the Rocket eliminated Rikishi. 
and you can hear Taker riling away on his bike. I still can't believe Billy Gunn's in the final four. That's fucking mad. Ah, oh, Billy Gunn there with, with, with a famouser. Ah, oh, then you got Steve Austin there el eliminating Billy Gunn. That was a beautiful reversal there by Austin. Oh, then you got The Rock with a lovely DDT to Kane. All three men on the ground. Ah, oh, beautiful. And you can see The Rock and Austin uh, are catching each other's eyes. And you can see them starting to get up. Ah, oh, this was so good. Look, these two. And you can see the crowd just starting to build up and starting to cheer because they they're like, yeah, here we go. Oh, I love, I love this stuff. So good. Look at these amazing right hands. Ah, oh, the rock on the prowl for the rock bottom here. Ah, oh, the rock. Ah, oh, I love the way the rock there takes the sun up. He does. He has an amazing way he takes the sun. It was fucking awesome. Ah, oh, I love the way here that JR's putting over the Royal Rumble. Ah, oh, I miss JR announcing back here. I know he still announces in AEW. Does some good stuff in AEW, but. Nothing beats this stuff here, man. It's like the way he puts over everything. You can just hear the passion in his voice. I, I just love it. So, so good. Ooh. Oh, and a rock bottom there by the rock. Oh, rock bottom. Some amazing stuff there. Absolutely brilliant. Kane getting thrown through the middle rope there by the Rock, so he's not—he isn't—he is not eliminated. So with an elimination, you have to be thrown over the top rope. It doesn't work like that. Went through the rope, doesn't count. I love the fact as well the the replay being shown to show actually he went through the middle rope, not the top rope, or over the top rope. Oh, you should hear the shots of these guys with their hits and stuff. Oh, the rock that uh, Austin trying to eliminate, eliminate the rock. Oh.
Oh, the rock here trying to eliminate Austin. Oh, Aust oh, the rock's been eliminated by Kane. Jesus. The rock's been, the rock's been eliminated. Been eliminated, Jesus. Now you've got Kane and Austin. Choke slam there by Kane to Austin. Oh, I love the way here that Austin is selling all the punishment and stuff. Just the amazing setting there. She's fantastic. I love that with Kane doing the pose ready for the tombstone. It's uh, JR's like, the end is not near, the end is here. Oh, and, and a blow, blow by Austin to Kane. Ah, oh, amazing stuff. I love this match. Oh, Kane's gone outside to, to, to the apron. What's he doing? Ah, Kane's gone after steel chair, eh? Oh, and you see Austin there stopping Kane hitting him with a steel chair. Ah, oh, Austin reverses Kane's tombstone. And a stunner. There you got Austin going back after, after the chair. Oh, one shot, two shots, three shots, and our beautiful clothesline, and Austin wins. He's going to WrestleMania 17. Brilliant. I forgot how good this match was. This match was fucking awesome. I loved it. And you can see the crowd going crazy of Austin winning. Some amazing stuff. I love that as well in the crowd saying the winner is Stone Cold. You can see Austin be like, yep. Yeah. Love this as well, this amazing replay. Shot to the head of Kane with the chair and the amazing clothesline out the ring. Amazing stuff. And you can see his reactions like going, yes, after being gone for over a year with the spinal um, surgery. It's just great to see him back 
doing what he does best. Steve Austin was the first person to win three Royal Rumbles and actually is the only wrestler to win three as well, actually. No one else has won uh, three. Everyone else has only won two at the most. Oh, some amazing stuff there. Some amazing proper good stuff. And yeah, guys, what I would give the Royal Rumble 2001 is five stars. I mean, there's nothing more to say today. It's a great match. It's a match that you all should watch for yourselves and enjoy. It's just a fantastic match. And that, my friends, was my watch along of the Royal Rumble 2001. Let me know, guys, in the comments below what you think about this match and what you think about other Royal Rumbles. Is this your favourite Rumble yourselves as well, or do you prefer other Royal Rumbles? Let me know down below. And also as well, guys, please don't forget to like, follow and subscribe to Know Wrestling on all the different social medias, podcaster networks and YouTube too. This has been No Wrestling, guys. I've been your amazing host, as always, Mark Sylvester. And don't forget, guys, to take care. And always remember, and now's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so.
I'm breaking the limit. 